Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Hey, it is a massive Thursday. Welcome to Sports Day, the last show before the NRL Grand Final Ooh. badge on Sunday. And we've got a great special guest tonight to to discuss the game. And and last night, of course, during our show, the Dallium was awarded and a shark was crowned the best of 2022, plus the team of the year as well. Good on you to all the uh, recipients. Well done, especially Nico Hines, the, uh, the Dallium NRL Player of the Year. Uh, we had it down to two. Uh, we thought it was going to go down to Benny Hunt and, and uh, Nick Hines. Nick Hines left him for dead. The highest ever score in a Dally M, uh, 38 points. And then the great James Tedesco came through, almost got another one, five behind. Mm. Um, but as you pointed they out, called it after yeah. round 23. And 33 points for James Tedesco. Uh, this is actually your Fun Fact Thursday. We it? have got Fun Fact Thursday tonight, listeners. 0457 736 736. About... About anything in life. Oh, actually, we've got a stinger for it. Here we go. It's Fun Fact Thursday. <laughs> fun Fact Thursday. It's Fun Fact Thursday. Oh, my God. <laughs> How much fun can you have on a Thursday? That's so, so much bad. fun on a Thursday. <laughs> that is so bad. So, what's your fun fact? That is so bad. Get Never play that again, Maddie. Why? Never play that. That is horrible. They, the boys put a lot of work into yeah. that. Fun Fact Thursday. Yeah, that is my Fun Fact Thursday what? badge. Go for it. No, yours. You, no, you can yours. use it. You start it. Off you go. 33 votes for James Tedesco. Would have won him eight of the last 10 Dally M's. Yeah. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the only, and the ninth one would have been, he would have beat himself. He would, didn't beat himself because one of those, he got more than 33 oh, votes he did. when he won the Dally M. Wow. Yeah. So there that's a go. fun fact Thursday for <laughs> that you. That is amazing. Okay. Another fun fact Thursday. We'll get uh, a few of those uh, throughout the night. Anything. Badge. Hope you got a couple as well. If you're listening on the Super Radio Network, SENQ 693 AM, SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast, 1323 AM in Canberra. And the SEN app, welcome to the show. And also you can get the podcast on Sports Day NSW or Sports Day QLD. Um, don't forget, get involved any time in the show. 0457 736 736. Well, give us a call. 1300 01 1170. Badge. I've got one. Yes. You can't tell the difference between a female and a male humpback whale. Thursday. You learnt <laughs> unless you flip them over. You learned that today, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I went. Out, I was whale watching. Friends of ours uh, bought us a whale watching voucher. Yeah, nice. Which was amazing. Out of Cool and Gatta, and uh, we saw some humpbacks. And but yeah, we're saying which ones are female. And the guy there that had been doing it for thirty years went, I don't know. I think <laughs> he said, you know, the best way to tell if if they 
the calves when they the first twelve months they stay close calf to the muscles mum. on his skinny calves. The big, they got big calves. Yeah. So, no, but their calves stay close to the mum. Okay. But otherwise, you can't tell. Yep. Until unless you can see the month. So clingy, aren't they? They're snor- yeah, so clingy. clingy. Now, of course, every Thursday night we have a song to finish off the week, and it comes down to your vote as well. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. And so all four of us have got songs. Our first one is Badge from one of the great movies of all time. Yes. Oh, is that all you're playing, Matt? Gee, That's the great off. scene of Uma Thurman and, and, you and know what? John Travolta dancing. Don't write off the eels just yet. You never can tell. You just don't know. Yeah. I, I, you just don't know. Mm. We all think, we look at, oh, yeah, we're the experts. Yeah, the Par- Penrith have to win. They're so good. They win the... You just, you There's never can so tell. Many upsets in good on you, Chuck. Love that. Could what? be another one. How good was that in Pulp Fiction? Oh, one of the greatest movies of all time, yeah. that movie. Uh, I've gone from a, an oldie but a goodie. And this was, I think this was two, 1991 AFL day, one of the worst AFL um, entertainments in the history of sport. But what a great song this was from Angry Anderson. It's obvious. What did he do wrong? Oh, it just, it just didn't sound great. Oh, okay. It didn't sound the, great. The sound. It wasn't. But he is a angry. legend of Australian music. It wasn't music. of meatloaf proportions. No, no, no. He didn't wasn't. get any nominations for the worst ever. Hey, Mum! The meatloaf! <laughs> we <laughs> want it now! He's getting good on the buttons, Mom, isn't the he? meatloaf! He is. Okay, uh, Jack, our illustrious soccer guru sitting in the back room. What's he picked, Matty? Electric feel. Electric feel. Is that what it is? Electric eel or electric feel? So the line is, you've shocked me like an electric eel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, because it's, 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 but it's called electric feel. Uh, later Jack, on he is says. electric feel or electric eel? It's electric feel, but the line is, shock me like an electric eel. Okay. Ah. As I would be shocked if Parramatta wins. Oh, right. wow. There you okay. go. Or they could just Good shock work, Jack. Penrith. From the first minute. All right. So when all of our fifteen-year-old list, all our fifteen-year-old listeners vote for that. Yep. What okay. do you got? Now, and anyone who's over eighty, yep. what have you got for Maddie? us, Maddie? The winner takes it all. Oh, the great ever. Great song. Great song. One Eurovision. They did ABBA mid seventies. Mm. Matt, did did Jack ask? Did Jack ask you that that uh, bit of trivia? That um, fun fact Thursday. No. Which, which who's the How oldest? How much fun can you have on a Thursday? Oh, who's the oldest? <laughs> Member of, of ABBA. <laughs> um, the blonde girl? What's her name? Erica. No. No, that's Erica. I just sound like a Swedish no, name. No. <laughs> no. It was it was Bjorn. Bjorn. Yeah, he was Bjorn first. Yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, nice. Matt. No, nice. Jack. Thanks, Jack. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, uh, on the show today, we said we got a special guest, and he's one of the great halfbacks of all time, I believe, and was in the probably the wrong era around Langer and Stewart and Co. But he went on two Kangaroos tours. He's a Panthers legend as well. Brandy Alexander. Good man, Brandy. Will join us to talk about the grand final and the Battle of the West as well. We said we weren't going to mm. use that, that uh, phrase, but, but he knows have. what it's like between Penrith and Parramatta, probably better than most. Oh, uh, especially when there's only three sleeps to go. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan Merlihan, he's going <laughs> to join us with the latest odds from Top Sport. Give us all the odds on the NRL, the NRLW grand final and... Don't forget, it's a huge Sydney race meet as well on Saturday. Oh yeah, it's, it's hotting Epson, up all over all over the country. Metropolitan, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Big, big in uh, in Sydney. Fun Maybe. fact, Thursday. I've got another one for you. What? Only female mosquitoes bite. Fun fact, Thursday. Oh, does that dis- does that surprise you? No. That the female bites. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> not the male. I'm not going there. Well, the male would just fly past and go. Who cares? 
Phil goes, no, I've got a bite. Righto. I've got a <laughs> have you got a have you got a fun fact Thursday or um five point one billion people yeah. watched the Queen's funeral. It's fun fact oh, Thursday. Mate, honestly, stop it. More people than were on the planet when she she uh, took took on the crown. You're very good ago. at maths. What's the percentage? Oh, about sixty three point two two. Sixty three percent. Nearly two thirds of wow. the Earth's population know they've heard Fun Fact Thursday now. They're all listening. <laughs> Five point one billion people. Mm. They love it. Now, did you write in this badge about twenty five years of the NRL? He's why uh, aren't we yes, celebrating the twenty? Yes, yeah. it's the twenty fifth year. You know why? Because people will go. Next year is the twenty fifth. It's not. It's this year. Started in ninety eight. Yep. And this year, two thousand twenty two, is twenty five yep. years mm. inclusive. So why am I not celebrating? Because someone would have forgotten. And next year they'll go. Oh, it's our twenty fifth anniversary. Hey, la- evening fun facts from Jace. The original name for the search engine Google was Backrub. <laughs> right. It was renamed Google after the the Google, which is the number. Number one, one, followed by a hundred zeros. Is yeah, that true, a Google. Maddie would know that. Yeah, that sure. is correct. You're a millennial. You'd know. So Google. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a great fun That's fact, Jase. You're fact, leading Jace. leading at the moment. Also, for the hundred dollar Bingley voucher, we've been giving out, giving away the last couple of weeks. Uh, not only the fun fact Thursdays to go into the running, looking for the headline that we're going to read on Monday. What's the headline that we are going to read? And I've got a, I've got an example here. Right, what's yours? Uh oh, to oh. Runs for 300 metres, scores two tries. Ooh, uh-oh, to-oh. Mm. I like that. What about Moses and the Three Kings, Paralyzed Panthers? Yeah, I like it. I like that, Gary. Yeah, who are the Three Kings? Uh, who, Moses, Gutho. Three King, King Gutho. King Gutho. King Brown. you got a King Brown. King Brown. Yeah. Who's the other king? Um, tell me. Who's the coach? King Arthur. King Arthur. And his son. You're very creative. Moses and the three kings. Nice, Gary. <laughs> oh, that's going to be tough to beat. What am I going to win? $100 Bing Lee voucher. Yep. Beauty. What about Spencer? We lean on you. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Lean who scores bar- barnstorming match winner. Yeah, no. So you, got, your first one was it? better. Uh-oh, to What about Paramedicine? Paramedicine. <laughs> Ryan Madison oh. destroys Panthers into and gets himself into oh, an Australian yes. jersey. Yeah. Power does matter. Yeah. Uh, I've got another fun fact for you. Go. Last time a grand final, the two, the two grand finalists had the same first letter. Mm-hmm. It ended up 40 nil. Manly, Melbourne. Wow. Fun Manly, fact 40, Thursday. Melbourne, nil. That's a fun fact, isn't it? So let's hope <laughs> Penrith, 40, para nil. Oh, but it, it was an upset. It was flipped on its head, wasn't it? Weren't they expected to win Well, Cam Melbourne? Smith was out. He suspended yes. that game. Yeah. All right. Mm. Greg from Campbelltown. Good on you. Great nice fun one. fact. Nice one. Let's get a quick NRL update for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Of course, Nico Hines crowned the game's best player for 2022. 38 votes, the highest tally, like you said, Badge. Uh, This is the announcement and also part of his speech. The Cronulla halfback scored half of those points. Three votes, which means he is your 2022 Dalian medalist, Nico Hines. I can't believe it, to be honest. Um... I come here so not very confident one bit. Um, I thought Benny Hunt was taking it out for sure, and or, or Teddy. And um, you know, I just come here tonight, just extremely grateful to be here with surrounded by great players. And you know, five years ago I was sitting at home watching this, and never I was only dreaming about being here. I didn't even think I'd ever be here. And do you know what, Badge? And we're going to talk about this a little bit later on about the team of the year as well, um, and a little bit more about some of the awards. But 
It's a great story for where he's come from, mm. isn't it? Yeah, he, he was in a, a bit of a dark place, I think, a few Playing years ago. Playing for the Mackay Cutters. Yes. In the Queensland Cup. Um, and then he went to the Sunshine Coast Falcons he in did. the Melbourne Storm system and uh, and eventually found himself uh, into into the Melbourne Storm. I, look, I I didn't think he was going to be able to, to, to be an immediate success at halfback. I thought that's going to take a bit of time. He didn't play much in the halves. He played a lot of fullback, a bit in the halves, a lot off the bench, but to take on the halfback role to be the um, the playmaker and and to do it so well, oh, I think it caught a lot of people by surprise, mm. and had a massive, massive played a massive role, of course, in uh, the the shark successes this year. Many who believe, and there'll be some journalists who will go back and start looking at games where how did he get three votes for that game, whatever that may be. Oh, really? I'll ask you one question, Badge. Would Cronulla finish in the top two, top four, if he wasn't there? I don't think so. No, I agree. No, I think he made yeah. a massive difference to that club, and it's not taking anything away from the other players and the coach. And, and to those journos that are so jealous about not voting on games anymore that they would do that, I'd be, yeah, seriously, get a life. Yeah. Well, let's don't get to a break. And go back over Special games. guests coming up next. Uh, and thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand 21 years in a row. Brandy Alexander after the break. Sports Day. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Back into the field of play. Short drop out from Canberra and Evan. Oh, it goes gets it. Racing Yeah, the first time the fortunately well, we then, couldn't see that. Yeah, New South Wales Rugby League Premiership <laughs> went to the uh, the base of the Blue Mountains, and last night we spoke to the captain of the 2003 Grand Final winning side for the Panthers, Craig Gable. Tonight, it was their uh, inaugural captain in their first Premiership in 1991. That is, of course, Greg Alexander, one of the great analysts of the game. You can hear him each morning with Vossie and Brandy on SEN. How are you, Brandy? Good, Satsy. G'day, Badge. Hey, mate. Now, um, still involved at the club, Badge. I mean, uh, Brandy on the board. Do you still get nervous around the outcome of your club that you've served so proudly as a player? Yeah, absolutely. Sats, I'm, 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 I think I'm more nervous now than I was when I played. I, like, I, I didn't really get that nervous when I played, but um, I'm a bad spectator. And I'm, <laughs> more, I'm the, the, the pessimist too. I'm, I just look at all the things that could go wrong and... Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I worked last year. Of course, the last year's grand final was up in in Queensland, mm. so you know we didn't get to go to it. Um, and I paced. I worked. I was on the panel, and I couldn't sit still. Yeah, it was it was hard to watch. It's hard to watch. Now this Penrith Panther side in twenty twenty two compared to last year's winning side. No Burton this year. Tungwall's been great. Are they coming into this grand final in better shape than they were last year, Brandy? Do you think? Well, physically they are sats. Remember, they were busted last mm. year. Nathan Cleary played with the the one arm um, and and sort of strapped up, but was uh, a long way from a hundred percent fit. That arm was just hanging. Uh, Dylan Edwards had a moon boot on mm. until kickoff day. Didn't do any training, um, so physically they're in better shape. Um, and yeah, I, I you know if I if I had to compare the years, I think this year's but been an even better the year than what last year was um so physically they're they're ready to go after resting um you know getting the, the week off and then um you know resting prior um to this to the final series starting so 
hopefully, you know, hopefully they're they're ready mentally as well. Well, and and given they were in the grand final the year before as well, this is their third in a row, Brandy. Uh, so much more confident, I imagine. This team, if if, if you're looking, if you're looking to say, are they a, are they a better side? Would you say, in that regard, they they would kind of have to be, given that they were successful last year. Yeah, I think just another year under their belt, Sats. You know, just uh, badge, just just um, you know, because they, they are still a relatively young side, and I, you know, every year you play, you you feel better the following year, and especially if you have a successful year the, the year before. So yeah, I, I think it. it I think it, that just their approach to the game, you know, that they feel more confident in what they're doing, um, more belief in what they're doing. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say that they would be the primary reasons why they're, they're a better side. Mm. And, and you're heavily involved with the club still. Um, four years ago, yeah. you know, or when whenever the plan came in place, maybe a few years before that, did you did you think was this part of it? Did you think they'd make three straight grand finals? Is was it? Has it always been about that um, you know, success at the end of the year? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. If, you know, if you if you sort of went back five years, you know, and, and looked at 2017, 2018, um, you know, they were they were pretty good years under Hook, um, and they were around that mark. They were certainly, you know, finalists. Um, I, I, I don't know if anyone would ever perceive though that you know you'd you'd have the success that they've had. Uh, over the last three years, you know, 2020 when they lost to Melbourne in that grand final, uh, which was, again was a COVID-affected uh, season. But uh, you know, 2020 coming into the grand final, they won 17 in a row. So yeah. I don't think you, you could ever see that. And then last year was such a, a disjointed year where everyone moved to Queensland and no one really knew what to expect. And the side, you know, everyone thought, well, the side that handles the living away from home situation the best. You might end up winning the comp, and that seemed to be the case. But you know, I, I think you, you know, you've got high hopes that the teams, you know, the players that you bring to the club and the juniors that are coming through, you know, will make them a better side, and you, you hope for some success. But I, I don't think you could ever, especially in the NRL era, I don't, I don't think you ever think that you can, you know, have the success that they've had. Third straight grand final, looking to go back to back. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a, a a pretty good ride over the last couple of years, oh, yeah. but they you know they still need to win Sunday. Now, Brandy, what is it about Parramatta? There is something about Parramatta that seems to unsettle Penrith out of most of the sides in the competition. Can you put your finger on it? Uh, no, not really, Sats. I, I I don't know why. All all I can say about Parramatta is, and and I've I've done so many Parramatta games this year and walked away. Hey. And even said through commentary that I, I don't think I've seen a side play the sort of footy um, that they've played through the year. And they have been inconsistent, but that means very little at the moment. Certainly means nothing now after you know the the two wins that got them into the grand final. Um, you know, when you just look at their side, I don't know what it is and why they're able to have the wood on Penrith in those two games, but uh, there's so much strike, and they're even though. You know, this is their first grand final for for most of them. There's a couple that have played grand finals with other clubs, but uh, they're a very experienced side. And, you know, they've got a great middle. Uh, the dummy half's smart. They've got two good halves. Dylan Brown's the, you know, I think 
you know, when you compare what Dylan Brown's done in his first three years in first grade to mm. this year, at, you know, it's stark. The difference is stark. Like, he's he's one of the best players in the comp now, and he hasn't been. There's been that potential, but we've we've realised that potential this year with Dylan Brown. Uh, Mitch Myers is a great player. Gutherson's terrific at the back and very similar, plays a similar game to Dylan Edwards, and they've got, you know, wingers that can finish. So And, and back rowers that are, are in great form. And, and through the year, and especially late in the year, I remember doing a game... Uh, it was the Roosters, the Eels at Combank Stadium. And the Eels, their first 40, minute, 40 minutes still is, I think, still the best footy I've seen live this year. 40 minutes, I think they led 26-6 at halftime. They blew the Roosters off the field. Uh, they've just got that ability because they've got the individuals in the side to do it. Um, and I think their offloads, while you know it's not crucial, but when they do get on top of sides and they offload the ball, it just increases the pressure on the defensive line and, well, you can't handle it if they get their own way. Mm. You've had, the Panthers have had some big rivalries over the years, you know, back with, in our day, Brandy, with the Raiders and then, of course, the last few years with the Melbourne Storm. And Tigers. And Tigers, yeah. Yep. It, is Parramatta, though, is, yep. this, is this your biggest, your greatest rivalry? Is it still the one that the fans uh, desperately want to see you, you do your best in? Yeah, I, I reckon Badge, you know, geographical neighbours, you know, it, and and of course, you know, Para were in the comp 20 years before Penrith came into the comp, um, you know, and Para had that golden run through the 80s. So, um, you know, and we were just finding our feet in the 80s uh, after, you know, sort of battling no semifinals for the Panthers until 1985. Uh, we actually played Para in our first semifinal. Uh, we, you know, we qualified through a, a, a playoff, midweek playoff against the Seagulls in 85 and beat them in a tight game. And then uh, and we met Para on the Saturday and uh, and got trounced. Um, and, yeah, yeah, it's always and it's always been big brother, little brother because we, we hadn't had any success. But that's changed over the years and certainly over the last decade it, it has. Um, but that's, yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's Penrith's big, biggest rival for sure. Brandy, I was, I was reminding Badge and the listeners uh, early on in the week that, and I don't know whether you can recall, it was your last year of, of playing rugby league in your, your very long career in 1999 that there was, there was a, I suppose, discussions, there were deep discussions about both Parramatta mm. and Penrith merging for the 2000 season. Can you recall that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. No, and it, it was sort of, uh, you know, South Sydney... Um, South Sydney lost their spot in the competition. Mm. Um, uh, the Bears, I can't remember exactly what happened to the Bears, but the Bears were, you know, they were gone too. Um, and there was talk of merging Penrith and Parramatta. Um, in, in the end, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's that was one of the reasons why I ended up running for the board, which was in 2003. Um, so, so it's still there was still plenty of chat around around it back then. So you know, even after '99, but on into the early 2000s, um, you know, ended up not happening. And really, I, I don't know how much traction it gained and how serious the chat was. Um, but yeah, thank God it didn't happen. Mm. Uh, well, I, I don't think anyone was going to let it happen. But yeah, there was there was definite. There was definitely some talk about it. Yeah, and, and and you know it all all sort of adds up to this huge huge event coming up on 
Sunday, Brandy. Um, now, it's, it's going to be weather-affected, uh, hey? And, and it looks like it's going to hang around. Is that who, who gets affected most uh, negatively by that? Either side? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who it, who it, if, whether it would favour anyone. You always think of kicking games uh, yep. in the wet, um, and both are, you know both Nathan and and Mitch have got great kicking games. So I don't know if it r- really would favour one or the other. There's, there seems to have been we've had a we've had a pretty wet year. Like I, I don't think the boys. I don't think a wet weather game would be any shock to them. So I. I'm pretty sure they could both handle it, and it'd be hard to sort of you know pick who it would favour. Uh, and you know, even in wet weather footy this year, we've seen some terrific footy. I, I don't think that'll stop any sort of ball movement, um, you know, unless it's you know torrential. But uh, I think both teams have played another uh, enough wet weather footy this year to be able to get their heads around it. I, I, I tend to think around who likes to maybe play a bit riskier take a few more and that's probably para i mean i think mm-hmm. i think the panthers can be you know as conservative as they need to be and uh yeah they'll they'll be really hard really really hard to beat if it's wet i think even more so yeah probably Panthers. is but yeah bad yeah I, I guess that would that might affect the uh you know the offloading ability of the eels um because they probably do like to push the ball a little bit more than than Penrith. Mm. hey brendy can you um truth or myth I was telling this story the other night, and I don't know. It's only coming out of the mouth of MG, so your brother-in-law mm. could could be anything. But <laughs> 1990 first grand final for Panthers, uh, night before the grand final against the Raiders, players were celebrating like you'd already won the grand final. Gus walks in and makes a statement, words to the effect, you've already lost the grand final. True or myth? Well, 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 it's sort of true, but not. It wasn't. It wasn't the night before. It was. It was the night before the grand final breakfast, okay. which was. I think the grand final breakfast was on a Wednesday morning, an early Wednesday morning, and uh, and we all used to go to go up to the pub uh, after training on the Tuesday because it was early week. You know, it wasn't. Um, you know, game game was on Sunday, so. Uh, we thought, well, what, why would we change our routine if we all had a beer on a Tuesday afternoon after training? Um, why change anything? Um, yeah, we're in town. We don't get to go to town very often. We're <laughs> staying in Sydney. So we thought, we, we thought we'd have a few beers, um, <laughs> which sort of turned into a little bit more than a few and it probably went a little bit later. Than, but everyone was you know, in control and nothing was uh, too outlandish. But yes, Gus did walk in at sort of two o'clock and there was folks hiding behind curtains and, um, you know, I can't, I can't remember who's, I can't remember whose room we're in, but we were, we were, we were putting the bill on Donnie Feltus's room, our, uh, our CEO at the time. Of course. And, uh, yeah. Gus, Gus, Gus ran us pretty hard the next morning. We went down to the grand final breakfast Had you know, was all good. And then, uh, Gus said, I'm going to run it out of here this afternoon. So we, we had a pretty hard session on the Wednesday afternoon after the, the grand final breakfast. So it's there's there's some truth to MG's story. Yeah. <laughs> not quite, not quite. Hey, uh, Brandy, have you been at training yeah. this week? Well, why, why change your routine? Exactly, yeah, yeah, I know, exactly I know. Greg. Uh, yeah, have you been? Yeah, have you... No, I haven't. No, I, I haven't been to training this week. It's been, it's been a busy week and... Um, uh, I'm heading out there tomorrow. We're, we've got a uh, we've got a grand final lunch, and Sats is going to be there too. So, can't wait. are you uh, expecting? I'll, I'll get to have a yarn with Sats. Yeah. Are you guys expecting and to I'll, see? I'll at... watch some training tomorrow. Yeah. Well, are you expecting to see Nathan uh, Cleary putting up floaters and all sorts of different bombs at training? Um, well, he'll he'll practice after training. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll and he and he does every training session. He'll work on whatever kicks that he's going to put into the game. So. 
I'm sure if we uh, if we stick around long enough, um, we'll we'll get to see Nathan, you know, do his go through his routine of uh, both his goal kicking and his his general general play kicking, which he does, yeah, which he does after just about every training session. So um, it'll be a big part of the game. The, the kicking game will be will be crucial. Brandy, you know, you're one of the great tactical kickers as well. You know, the variety of kicks that he's got is is, is amazing. Would you test if you if you were Nathan Cleary? Would you just test Wonga Blake early? Just throw one up to him just to see how his confidence is straight away. Well, I think you'd have to, Sats, wouldn't yeah. you? Like you've you've got to. Um, and I can't believe the Cowboys didn't do it more often yeah. after they did the same thing. Um, I thought Gutho Gutho handled things a little bit differently uh, after that first drop from Wonga because the next bomb that they put up to that side, Gutho caught the ball, so he was obviously. Um, just he moved himself to the right hand side of the field just so he could he could get there if you know if possible so uh i i, I don't think it matters I, you know you'd certainly test wonger out but you you know it doesn't matter who's on the wing with those kicks if he strikes it how he wants to um it doesn't matter whether they kick to wonger or kick to, to micah and 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 maybe make wonger feel feel good for a while kick micah for a few times and then uh then put one up to Wonga. Yeah. I, I think you, 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 you've got to, and I'm sure that will be part of the plan. Now, before we let you go, I, I wish we had a video on Badge because I don't know whether this is this was set up or not because oh, Badge is squirming rotten. his seats, his seat, Brandy. While we're doing this interview with you, the 1991 grand final replay is actually on the big can we, screen. Actually, can we get off because <laughs> we're at the studio. moment it's, it's early in the second half and we're actually leading. I don't want to watch any more of it. <laughs> You guys have just saved about seven tries in that first half. Unbelievable defence by the Panthers. Unbelievable. Uh, so was that, was that was that ninety or ninety one? Ninety one. Are you watching? Uh, ninety one. When, when you yeah, won, well, yeah. You, you blokes did some try. You you did some try saving of yourselves in in the second half. My God, like badge. The, the second half of that game, I. I don't know how many play the balls you had in our half, I, and it wouldn't have been many. No, there would it, it, it wouldn't have been many at all. Whoever had, had no, tickets like at the it, southern it end, just, at the southern end of the, the ground, they got their value for money because that that end got was right, attacked yeah. by us in the first half, and you guys non-stop in the second. That's right, that's right, and I, I, I do remember Mal coming up with a couple of like when Mal Mal pulled off two tackles in that second half. And it almost made me think, well, we're not meant to win today. Greg Barwick was in the motion of scoring the try and Mal grabbed him like he was a seven-year-old boy and just pulled him back into the field of play. Just just sort of reached down. And and he did the same thing with Brad Izzard. Now, now Wiz was no... Mm. He was no shrinking violet Wiz. Like, he was, you know, he was close to 100 kilos. But Mal sort of... Mal ragdolled him back into the field of play to save a try, and I thought, oh, like we just—it's—it's it's not meant to be. I, you know, we just kept chipping away at your line, but boy, you did your—you did your best to hold us out. And it was only, you know, the short drop kick that that split the difference. Actually, we're yeah, just no, seeing. I still don't feel any better about Brandy. It. We're just watching right now on the screen. <laughs> it's the bit where Canberra dropped no, the ball tackle too, <laughs> and uh, Colin Vanderbilt picks it up and gives it to. Mm. Um, who did you give it Your to? Right him? winger. Yeah, who was the right winger that day? Um, and and Martin Weeks comes on with uh, the flag Paul on. Smith or yeah. Graham Mackay? No, it's Paul Smith and Gra- and and Martin Weeks oh, comes on was, with the. That was that that was that was the most ridiculous. 
um, callback of a try, which which in the well, MG got sinned yep. in. Yeah, he that, was going to punch someone. He lost it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he was. I thought he might have punched Martin Weeks, but <laughs> he he didn't. But he, I think he wanted to. Yeah. Oh, um, anyway, good great old days. Yeah, that was that was a try that was. Uh, yeah, disallowed. Yeah, I hope, th- hope this game's All just good. as exciting as that one was because it was a, it was a massive uh, game way back in the day. Yeah, it was. Hey, Brandy, thanks for taking time out to, to join us on Sports yeah. Day, and uh, can't wait to catch up with you tomorrow. And um, and also, uh, hope everything goes well for you on Sunday. Good on you, boys. Great to talk. He's a great guy, Brandy, isn't he, Badge? And Steve from Dubbo's texting said, "Evening, fellas. Brandy is one of the all-time greats. Yes, he is." He was originally an eel supporter. Oh, fun fact. Fun fact. On a Thursday. Fun fact. Thursday. Good Uh, Let's get to a break. This is Sports Day with Bads and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sports Day. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome back to the show. And keep your texts coming in surrounding what headlines you think we may see on Monday morning. I gave an example early on. Uh-oh, to oh Yeah. When he runs for over 300 metres and scores two tries. Or uh, Paramadison. Ryan Madison mm. inspires the Parramatta Eels to a win. And also your fun Moses fact. Moses and the Three Kings. Thursday, I like that one. Yeah, That's good. You got a fun fact Thursday, Badge? I've got a, oh, I've got a couple. Actually, one here from Ray from the Gong. Uh, guys, that, that last text about the last time two teams played in the grand final starting with the same first letter, it wasn't Manly in Melbourne. It was St. George Illawarra versus Sydney. Roosters I was ruined. In 2010. And it was also a bit of a flogging. It was. Tiger Ray mm. from the Gong. Uh, what about this one, Sats? Teams from outside the top two have won nine of 24 grand finals in the Fun NRL. fact Thursday. Oh. <laughs> well done, Sats. So about a third of the time, if you're outside the top two, um, Para finished four, didn't, fourth, didn't they? Para did, yeah. yeah. They did. And uh, Penrith. And you've got first. here also eight minor premiers have won the title. Yes, in that time. Yeah, eight, in 24 eight years. Eight times the minor premiers. And that's the same thing, about a third, yeah. yeah. So. Sort of says the same, same odds for Para and Penrith. Now, Badge, I'm interested to get your opinion on this. Uh, mm. I read a really interesting story yesterday on Fox Sports. It's, it forms part of our hot topic. For, and if you want to join Robson Civil Projects, get to jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. Joey Johns, Cooper Cronk, they've said that Nathan Cleary is streets ahead of them at the same age. Now, Cleary turns 25 in November, so 24 at the moment. He's played 137 games in the grand final this week before his 25th birthday, birthday, which is, which is pretty good. It's pretty good. Now, his stats when you measure them up up until 24, just before he's 25, it measures up some, against some of the great halfbacks who didn't play in the NRL era, like your Sterling, Alan Langer, Ricky Stewart. So I want to ask you, Badge, what we would judge it on the amount of premierships that someone wins? Is it games, test matches, or maybe dominance in Origin? Is it? All of, the above. Of all of them. All of yeah. the above. It's just so difficult. Uh, I mean, if you, yeah, that's right. Peter Sterling, he won three grand finals by the time he was 25. He won in, when he was 26, he won his fourth. Mm. Um, Alf ended up with four. If it's just on grand finals, you know, JT uh, got a couple, one as the, the starting halfback. Um, and Joey Johns, a couple with the Knights. But I think there's so much more to it than that. I, I, I disagree that he's ahead of them at this age. I just don't see it. But 
I think he's a very good player, mm. but I so highly rate uh, Joey and Sturlo and Alf and, and Ricky Stewart, yeah, who'd who'd won, uh, who, who won three in that 89, 90, uh, 94 period, played in four grand finals in that time. Um, Cooper Cronk as well, very successful. I just don't think we can – the player that he reminds me the most of in that he's pretty um, very – regimented and, and and sticks to the game plan and uh, is Cooper Cronk. Mm. But then I see this brilliance that, that Joey had that he hasn't got and, and, the, and the absolute off-the-cuff unpredictability of Alf that yeah. no one else has ever had. Yep. So I, I, I wouldn't um, yeah, I wouldn't say that he's ahead of him at this stage. But hasn't played a test yet. I think Joey's just being nice. Hasn't played a test for the Kangaroos yet. There you go. Well, yeah. you know, meanwhile, it's been extraordinary times. He probably would have, wouldn't he? Okay, I'll, think. I'll ask you this, Badge. the COVID. If Penrith win on Sunday mm. and Nathan Cleary gets back-to-back Clive Churchill medals, is it? and we're talking about this next week. Yep. He's in the, the conversation. Conversation. Yeah. It's just it's just too early in his career. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if he doesn't play another game, you're going to go, well, he was really good. Mm. If he plays another 10 years at this sort of foot he's playing, he's going to absolutely be be right up there. But Jonathan Thurston, four Dally M's. Yeah. Pretty, it's going to be hard for anyone. I to, think we're in the. That. I think we're currently in the presence of potential greatness. I think by the time he's thirty-two, thirty-three, do we? Yeah, and I, I don't like choosing the best of. Who's the best lock? Who's the best halfback? Who's the best ever fullback or hooker? I always like to explain it, Badge, and I was explaining this the other day to Joel Gould, who's a really good journalist out of Queensland, who rang me about the grand final this week, and I don't like individually individualizing positions, but I do like to say. If there was a big long table like the Last Supper, yep, and each position had their greatest players in those positions sitting down having dinner and talking about their careers, I saw would that, this yeah. person be sitting at that table? And I think, I think at twenty four years of age, if if they do win again on, if they do win on Sunday, the Penrith Panthers, and he mm. does, you know, get get another Clive Church, or I, I think he sits at that table. Well, see, we haven't even mentioned Brandy. Exactly, it was, it was just amazing. Desi Hasler and that there were so many great players throughout that period and, and you know Craig Gower that you played with so um, but yeah I, I think potentially he'll be right up there but for me no not quite yet I've got to say just quickly Brandy our last guest one of the most athletic and naturally gifted rugby league pl- oh, sports that's, sports that's men or women an outstanding fullback as well I think we've seen in yeah. the game yeah, for, yeah for sure 60 years of family culture join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime what do you think 0457 736 736 would Nathan Cleary be sitting at that table of all those halfback legends if they win the grand final Sunday and he gets a Clive Churchill medalist as well don't forget your chance to win a $100 Bingley voucher tonight we are looking at the headlines that we will expect to see on Monday. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. More for your text next. Sports Day, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, some of your texts very, very soon at the back of the first hour and a trade update in the AFL for Continental Tyres. This trade period, make sure you trade up with Continental Tyres. And uh, Jordan Ngoi, one of the most exciting players in the AFL, plays for Collingwood. Uh, about to, well, they'd like to think he's going to re-sign badge with Collingwood, but he's got this clause in this new updated behaviour clause. clause, which 
it's part of the AFL contract anyway when you register. Yeah, I think they were, yeah. Yes, but if he doesn't sign that, the list boss, James Gallagher of St Kilda, says, guess what? He'll be an outstanding fit for the kids. Mm. St Kilda, uh, I'm hoping to get him. The Saints, and we'll, we'll take him. Definitely, yeah. So trade up to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. That's the AFL trade update. Now for an A-League update. Uh, badge it gets, gets underway. underway, doesn't it? Yeah, next week uh, kicks off on Friday. Melbourne City taking on Western United. And on Saturday, the Mariners uh, meet the Jets at Central Coast Stadium. And they'll have some confidence. Uh, the Mariners, they went down, narrowly went down to last year's Premier's uh, Western United on the weekend 2-1. So, uh, yeah, footy is here. Isuzu Ute A-League kicks off 7th of October. Experience it live and search A-League's tickets. Yeah, keep your text coming in for that $100 Bing Lee voucher. What have we got here, Badge? So we've got headlines. We've got Fun Fact Thursdays. Headline, uh, Michael from Logan says Monday headline, Moses parts the black and white sea. Mm. Are they black and white? They kind of are. Kind of are, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. There's a weird colour in there as well. Black corn, and grey. Corn kernel need 13% water so they can so pop. The he- so so we can pop to that? my popcorn. Pop my That's popcorn. a fun fact first. Hey, oh, legend. Okay. Fun fact. The original name of Pepsi was Brad's Drink. True. Nah. Cheers from Brad's Brad Drink. from Redhead. That's a lie, Brad. Brad. Is that what you called it? He just made that Is up. Is it really? I don't know. Can you Google that, please? Actually, Matt's going, yes. Yes, Is it has true? been. Yep, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's Brad, true. Some guy in the 1800s. Wow. Wow. Okay. Headlines, the drought is finally over. Obviously, that's uh, 36 years with the Parramatta Eels. Brad's drink. So that is true. Wow. Moses parts the Panthers' defence better than the Red Sea. Okay, we can do mm. better than that, Sats. Yeah. Uh, now, Rooster Muzz says, Badge and Sats, I can't lean it, lean too hard on Jack because he rang me the other day about my $100 voucher that he won. But after nominating that song... He should be pushed into a swimming pool full of water and tasered while he's in the, in said pool. <laughs> what was his song? What was his song, mate? Have you got it there? Yeah, you'll be shocked like an electric eel, Jack. And when you taser. Keep nominating those songs. Uh, headline here. G'day, Sats and Badge. Panthers go back-to-back in 22. Edwards sets new kick return record. The big G. You know, He's been Badge, going well, hasn't he? Do you know, Badge, when they went back retrospectively and did statistics on some of the State of Origins, you were the first player to run 300 metres. Oh, yeah, I was. In I was State run, of Origins. That was running away from people. Can you remember what I year it was? I didn't have the football. Uh, yeah, I do. 1990, in our first, the first game ever at Melbourne, Melbourne. Olympic Park. What, who? You know what happened that, that night? That the, it was slippery and they, they turfed around the edges of the field as well. And they'd kick the ball down to me and I'd, I'd step... And blokes are just slipping over. I didn't do anything at all special, Sats. Seriously, blokes are slipping <laughs> over in, the, in the, the rotten turf at uh, Olympic Stadium. No wonder they moved. Did you lose Did you lose that game? Yeah, we did. Was that Ricky right Stewart intercept off a of Dan Stain's pass? Was yeah, that that one? Yeah, yep, that was it. Mm. Why do you bring back bad memories? You don't have to say that at the end of it. You got a really good text here from Daniel around our conversation previously, uh, Nathan Cleary, which we'll do that after the break. And, and after the break... Uh, we have got Tristan Merlihan from Top Sport talk about all the odds with the big race carnival, but most notably the NRL and the NRLW. And I keep your texts coming in as well. And Badge and I will also have our opinions about the game and how we think it's going to play out. This is Badge and Sats for Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric, kia.com.au. If you're leaving us in some markets, get the SEN app. Listen to the second hour. And Daniel, he's given it to me about Nathan Cleary. Dead set, reckons he should be at the table with the best ever heartbacks. Good on you, mate. Yeah.
We'll get, we'll, we'll get stuck in that after the... Even if you're... Yeah, in the next <laughs> hour. This is Badger Sats. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome back to the show for the first hour and welcome if you're listening for the first time to all the listeners throughout the Super Radio Network and all our SEN stations and also the SEN app as well. We've got Tristan Merlihan from Top Sport coming up later on in the show to talk about all the odds. First try scorer, Clive Churchill medal favourites, the, the margin, what's the most popular margin as well. And, of course, we've got the songs. Vote for the songs to finish the show. Now, Badger's song leading at present with 39% of the votes Ooh. is this. Great dancing. What a great dancing. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's, um, yeah, pretty oldies must be chiming what in there, former, What former actress was the theme for all the waitresses in the restaurant? Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Was too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm running second at the moment with 35% of the votes. You're pretty corny, but I love it. The last four final series. Yeah. Yep. Every week. Use it every week for every national yeah. final so that's, that's coming 37 up. 37 times we've had it. Now, Jack with electric feel slash electric eel at 15%. Like I never liked this song. Was it, was it a cool song, this? Wasn't. Nah, didn't like well, it. Well, anyway, he's being creative with yep. the eels in a shock. Now, Matt, our panel dude, uh, he's big, big ru- ABBA fan. Running fourth at and the moment with 11% of the votes. The winner takes it all. Like Muzz said, if yeah. this wins, you should be yeah, well, he's worn, the pool he's and his flares in that look like uh, Bjorn and Benny would have worn very tight. Remember watching, did you ever go see Bjorn again? That was the... ABBA. The ABBA. Movie? No. No, they're, they're all the... Um, oh, band. Yeah. Yeah, they... Um, what do they call? The Takeoff take band. Yeah. yeah. No, I oh, didn't. Very good. Oh, did you? Very, very good. Yeah, I did. I once saw them at Twin Towns. Right. Right on the border of Queensland. This is showing your rage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, don't forget your chance to win a $100 oh. Bingley voucher. Tonight, we are looking for the headlines that we will expect to see on Monday. Thank you very much for all your What about picks? this headline? What's that? Villy Army kicks ass as eels stuck... <laughs> In left lane. Is that yours? That's mine, yeah. So. <laughs> Actually, we've got one there for Kikau. It's from the reptile. He says, headline, Kikau. Billy Armour Kikau brings pain to the eels and attack and defence. I think he's going to play a huge part. Well, it's his game. last game. It is. the Panthers. Absolutely. I know what it's like yeah, to play your last game in a grand final at the And Panthers. what about his teammate, his future teammate? He's Reed. playing against Reed Marnie. Yeah. They're going to join the Bulldogs together. Yeah, Exactly. They'll go easy on each other. The Big G says Panthers go. Oh, you read that one out, didn't you? Edwards sets a new kick return. Yeah, I did. Record. Hey, uh, let's talk about some more NRL news badge and uh, the other awards that were from the Dally M Awards last night. And uh, the Coach of the Year went to your mate, Roddy Payton. Rod Payton. Todd Payton. You inspired him, Sats. Yeah, he was going to have a pretty ordinary year until he heard it. that you you t- and well, a it bunch of. And you weren't alone, actually. He got a hit list there. Yeah, you know what he said to All me. All the people he's not speaking to. He's had a very light year media commitment. Well, that's the wise. thing, Badge. I've got, to, I've got to take my hat off to, to Toddy because he did say when I made that comment that you're banned for the entire NRL season. Mm. And he held, he stayed true to that. 
Um, but yeah, I've got to say there wouldn't have been a lot of interviews all year, would there? Because uh, there's been a uh, a few that predicted the same. But he's well, done an well, amazing job. We rang job. him on your behalf. You are I was cut off, as we said. Mm. Uh, do you reckon you'll be back on again now that he's the uh, – oh, no, he's a super coach now, top coach of the year. Well, I messaged him today, said, well done, coach, yeah, outstanding. He said, thanks, mate, I really appreciate it. He got it. back to you? Yeah, yeah. No, he always texts me. He just – he won't answer my phone call. Did he say, well, uh, this is great banter. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> good on you. Uh, and did he get back – yeah, thanks, mate, good on you. Who is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wiped your number. He wiped my number. But he did say to me, we had a, I had a bet with our good mate Peter Bedell at the start of the year saying, he said, I'll bet you $100 that they make the top eight. I said, I'll take that money happily. So Toddy said, your ban is not lifted until I see photo evidence of you handing that said $100 to mm. uh, Peter Bedell. There you go. So while you're away, Badge, there's a chance we could get Todd Payton on the show. Right. Yeah, just oh. the listeners, and I was going to mention I think this, there's, the show. Badge is going away for three weeks and when as, I, as of Monday. And when I come back, you're going to go for a week or two. A week. There's a better chance of us getting Todd yeah. Payton on the show while you're away. <laughs> yeah, true. I would say, hey, what about his uh, his gun rookie, yep. Jeremiah Nanai? Uh, there were some, some good uh, nominations for that, but Jeremiah Nanai yeah. inspired. Now, the team of the season. year. No Ben Hunt, of course. Now, because the halfback won the Dalian. If you're in the top three, yep. you automatically get that position unless someone above you's got it. So uh, Benny Hunt couldn't get halfback of the year because mm. the bloke, uh, what, six votes ahead of him. Yep. Um, on the highest score ever, Nico Hines is the halfback of the year. Now, should Ben Hunt, should they be giving him like a number four? You know, Benny Hunt gets, he gets nothing. He gets, you came second, you get nothing. Third. Were, third, sorry. Yep. You get nothing. Don't even get a participation ribbon. No, you get nothing. I, I, uh, I well, this is, it doesn't compare, but, the Brisbane comp, I, I, they had... Uh, Is this the Rothmans? No. No? No, they had the um, uh, Player got, of the Year for the Daily... You got the Coaches Award, no, no. didn't you? No, no. Rugby League Week. Yeah. You know, they used to do the, the votes, the, the 1 to 10, which yes. we think would be a better system for this. They used to do the 1 to 10 in the Rugby League Week in Sydney and in Brisbane. And I tied in 84, I reckon, Cavill Hugh. Great player. Yes. Played for Easts and in, uh, in, um, in Brisbane before he went to Sydney. And... It, we were the same. Actually, we came through in the same age group. And we tied. And on a count back, Cavalier, neither of us got a 10. He got a few nines and I got less. So he won it. And you know what I got? What? A, an Arald and Arthur T-shirt. That was the cartoon they used to have in the rugby league week. Yeah, they did too. An Arald and Arthur T-shirt that didn't fit me. Are you? That's what you got. Come on. That's, that's ridiculous. So like, dang on your tie. And those guys that come second and third. Now, James Tedesco's already got a deli in. Mm. Benny Hunt, this might be the closest he ever goes. He doesn't get anything. He doesn't even get in the team of the year. Oh, no. Like, he doesn't even. Do, should, should, they, should they have a bench? Should they have a bench team of the year and put him in it? Now, the, our colleague, Joel Kane, has said they should have a defensive player of the year. Now, many think that that is obviously the guy that makes the most tackles. But, and usually the hooker, the smallest guy, is the guy that Reed the big run at. for that. But that doesn't mean you're the best defensive player of the year. It just means people are running at you a at lot. At you, yeah. But it can be converted into the amount of tackles you make and the percentage that you that you make. There's a lot of those players that make 40, 50, 60 tackles. They miss seven or eight a game. Mm. So I don't think they'll introduce that. Um, I'd like to see for the Dally M's, I'd like to see most improved player under a criteria. Right. Yeah, played. Is that almost the rookie of the year? 
Well, sometimes well, it could be someone a bit older. Yeah, like been I'm, around a while. I look at Tom Opachik, for example. Oh he's yeah, he's been a player that's always yeah, sort true. of been on the precipice a little bit, but this year has become a really good defensive centre. Well, if it's the most improved, isn't it going to be Nico Hines, who came from absolutely out of nowhere? Yeah, to one an Origin series and a premiership without getting on the field. <laughs> Nico Hines. Oh, last year, New South Wales. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, well, then, yeah. did you win that then? No, he's, he's actually he's won this. Yeah, he's got this. No now, one's taking that off. Badge, uh, let's go through the team of the year. Team of the year: uh, props, Payne Haas and Joe Tuppenay. Um Back rowers: Viliami Kikau and Jeremiah Nenai. Mm-hmm. The lock: Isaiah Yo. Hooker: Appy Karoyasau. Did well. He beaten a hot field yeah. there. Halfback: Nick Hines. Five eighth: Cam Munster. Centres, Val Holmes and Joey Manu. Wingers, Alex Johnston and Joseph Suali'i. And the fullback, James Tedesco. Yep. And you can make arguments about other players. A lot of other players that were, were very, very close. I think we'd be quite happy with that. One of our colleagues, of Tom, one of the producers of one of the shows, he's a mad Roosters supporter. Absolutely filthy that Alex Johnston made the team ahead of Daniel Tupo. He scored 30 tries in two consecutive seasons. Yeah, get over yourself. Of course he's going to be Give a winger. Bloke a Come on. Yeah. I've got to say, some of those <laughs> positions, uh, Isaiah Yo winning lock, I think he much deserved and deserves that as well. He was captain of the year as well. Isaiah Yo, Cam Murray would have been pretty close up his clacker, I would think. He's had a tremendous yeah. year. Yeah. Um, now, back row, Viliami Kikia, Jeremiah Nanai. No arguments there. There's probably an argument that Sean Lane and Isaiah Papali'i, but... Lane has been exceptional in the back half of the year. Yeah, in the he? back half of the year, yeah. Mm. So this is so what happens with the votes as well here, just to explain. The the judges, uh, instead of just at the end of the year, they go they ask you, okay, now who is your positional player of the year? This is how it used to happen. They do it uh throughout eight, three times in the year or four? Four. Four times votes. through the quarterly votes yep. where they go, Okay, we've had six games. Uh, who is your fullback, winger, centre, everything else, in case these are needed. Um, obviously, the, it didn't matter who we thought was the halfback of the year. That had to be Nico Hines. A fullback had to be James Tedesco. But on the, in those other positions, so we vote for them. Because at times, you you know, if, if you had only asked us at the end of the year, we might have – Sean Lane might have been back rower of the year, one of them, because he was so good at the back end of the year. But we're forgetting how good these other guys were mm. throughout the year. So it does – I think it really balances it out. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, the NRLW Player of the Year. I, I, actually, just on that, I want to say Harry Grant missed some games with injury. Caroyce mm. um, wins the hooker. I've got to say Blake Braley's been really good this year. He's yeah. flown under the radar, but a really good player. And if your halfback is the Dally M or up the top three, a lot of times your hooker has had a pretty good season also. Yeah, yeah so very good. I think Blake Braley's been a really good player. The NRLW Player of the Year went to Roosters halfback, Racine McGregor, crafty little halfback, Millie Boyle. Would have been unlucky. She had another great season in her first year at the Newcastle Knights. Plays yes, in the grand yes. final. Uh, Jesse Southwell was the rookie of the year and probably unlucky not to also win the player of the year, the Dalian player of the year. And Broughton, the fullback for Parramatta, who we'll see this week. She's exceptional. Yeah. Golden silver medalist in the in the Olympics as well she was. Can I run something by you, Sats? Yeah. Um, now, grand final. Early, uh, uh, Pretty early next week, they're going to name the Kangaroos 24-man squad yep. for the World Cup. Yep. Often we see players with a great final series and in particular a great grand final force their way in. Now, mm. there's been a few different players that have made themselves unavailable for different um, nations and 
who do you think are the most likely bolters or players that you would have thought a month ago they'd be un- they'd be lucky to make the Kangaroos, but now that we're down to just two teams, Penrith and Para, players from those teams that you reckon are a, a, probably a better chance to make it than not. Isaiah Yeo will play, won't he? Absolutely. Yeah, he'll be picked. Yeah, for sure. Yep. For sure. Oh, I think they have to take him and Cam Murray. Yep. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say, of course, they're going to take Cameron Murray and Isaiah Yeo. I, I, yeah, I, I'm thinking maybe Ryan Madison will miss out. So I'm going to say from Parramatta, Regan Campbell-Gillard. Oh, yeah. I think he, he has been fantastic. Yep. I think they'll take him. And I think from Pen- Given that Payne Haas is not going, is he? No, he's not. He's ruled so himself helps, out yeah. for personal and injury. And uh, for the Panthers, I think I think Dylan Edwards. If Panthers win the game, Dylan's just got to have a, a 7 out of 10 but, but game. But what if Clint Gutherson is the man of the match? Well, I mean, he's, he's been consistent for a long, long time. Can play 5'8", can play centre. And, and wing. And there's not much between those two, is there, no. the way they play. So I, they're almost shooting it out. I wouldn't argue with both of those. I know Latrell Mitchell can play fullback as well, but I think Latrell will be locked into that centre position. I think if Dylan Edwards or Clint Gutherson goes... I don't think anyone complains about it. Oh, I no. think everyone says, you know what, that's just Does, that's just, just a reward for hard work. Yeah, and, and you want form players and you want – and Mel would also, I reckon, the players that the, deep, the deeper you play, yep. uh, the fitter you are, the, the more likely you're going to be hitting, hit the ground running in those early games. Um, big Sean Lane has to be a, somewhat of a chance. Yep. He is just – he's almost unstoppable, mm. unstoppable on that left side when he's um, – when he's in, in good form, and he yeah. is at the moment, popping great balls up and hitting the line well and scoring tries. So, yeah, righty what now, else is going if on? If you're an Eels fan and you can't make it to the grand final, of course, Peter Volandis is... I like this. A lot of clubs com- do this. Yeah, he's very concerned about uh, the price of ticketing and how on some websites they're double the money, up to $1,100, $1,200 for a ticket mm. for the grand final. Sold out very quickly, as you would expect with this, this game. But if you're an Eels fan, can't make it to the game... You can still watch it, Badge, and you can do it at Combank, can't you? Combank Stadium, yeah, it's 15 bucks. Uh, I think smaller kids, little ones under, you know, yeah, yeah, tots are free. But 15 bucks to get in. They've already got uh, 4,000. That was this this morning, probably more so now. Um, they're hoping, they reckon there'll be around 10,000 fans there watching the game. I don't know if you, would you, would you have to be a parent? But what if you're a Penrith fan living in Parramatta up and you want to go for some atmosphere. Absolutely. Go along. Yeah, for sure. And it might make it a bit more enjoyable for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Have someone to boo. And in just <laughs> <laughs> could get dangerous. I know, I know. That's what I'm thinking. Now what about. if you're sitting on the no, you'd be sitting not. in the stand, you wouldn't be sitting on the field, would you? You'd be sitting in the stand watching on the big screen, wouldn't you? It'd be good. Yeah. It's a yes, nice yes, game. On the big, yeah. Bring your sure. bring your sleeping bag on the field. That wouldn't be too bad. I hope, I hope it's a, not what you're saying. It could be a boring game. It's meant, fall asleep. <laughs> it's meant to rain, actually. It's not too great. Uh, yeah. uh, just in other news before we get to the break in AFL news. And the um, I, I suppose it's one of the jobs that uh, that a lot of coaches have wanted in the AFL to try and get the Essendon uh, Bombers back into the, the winner's circle. And it's former Roos coach Brad Scott, of course, the brother of Chris Scott, who was just the premiership winning coach with Geelong. He is set to be announced as the new coach of Essendon replacing uh, Ben Rutten. Right. Yep. And the big story still is, is what's going to happen at North Melbourne and yeah. at Brisbane with their coaches, Alistair mm. Clarkson and um, Chris Fagan. Yep. Standing down at the moment with that that, that drama going on. Now, uh, some of your texts uh, around the Dally M and headlines and also Fun Fact Thursdays. Do the Sharks finish second badge if they have to face the Roosters, Panthers, Eels and Rabbitohs for a second time in the regular season? 
Do the Sharks say it again? Do the Do the Sharks still finish second? Because they only played the if, Roosters. Oh, Panthers, if they had Eagles, to Rabbits play those once. top teams, um, who knows? Moot point. In my opinion, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to write them off. I know they only play them once, but I'm not going to say they wouldn't have made it. They they they're, they're a bloody good side, mm. and they're very very close. Are good to going through. Absolutely. Um, fun fact: Thursday, children of identical twins are genetically siblings, not cousins. Fun fact, what do you mean? Thursday. So what do you mean? if you've got identical twins, yeah. say, say you and your, well, not your sister, your brother. My ugly sister. No, yeah. these are identical. So, so my was... ugly sister and I, if we were twins, she'd have ugly kids. Is that right or not? If there was you and your twin brother, okay. identical twin, yep. and you both had children, okay, they would be genetically Brothers and sisters. Oh, I've got a headache. It's weird, isn't it? Explain it again. Rooster so, Mars. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, Matt. We've got to get you fact Matt, checking. You, uh, we need well, fun fact checking first. Day. Yeah, wouldn't it be uh, if it was two sets of identical twins? Children. Both? Or so identical? if you, if you and your twin had kids with another set of twins, oh, uh, okay, then they would be genetically no, no, no. siblings. No, no, no. So if badge, if you and I were no. twin twin yeah. brothers, and we had. Kids with twin sisters, they'd be closer as siblings genetically as they would be cousins. Well, he's not saying closer, he's saying they genetically, yes, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Yes, they are. You've confused us genetically both. as close as brother and sister. Yeah, yep. good on your mum. Wow, that's well, a fun you fact. Know what? He's, he's hot, he's hot tonight, Muzz, because yeah. he says, Badge and Sats, we've all heard and made the comment, this tastes like cats, PO double five. Did you know that cat's urine glows in pitch black darkness? How much fun can you have on a Thursday? Seriously, <laughs> what do you, Buzz? What do you read? Oh. Now, headlines. And he's voted for my song too. Yeah. Length of the straight. Hi, guys. If yes. Nathan Brown unsuccessfully tried to rattle the Panthers and it backfires, which many are believing, Nathan Brown has been sent out there to try and get under the skin and, and try and take out Upset Nathan him. Cleary. Unsettle. I mean, yeah. Badge, as you said to me off air yesterday, what, you want to play with 12 men in a grand final? No, you, you, do you it, certainly do you? don't get yourself sent off. So if Nathan Brown unsuccessfully tried to rattle the Panthers and it backfires, the headline could be Brown Stink Flushed Away. Rocco Keith and Chen. <laughs> <laughs> Rocco Keith and Chen. Always very oh, good. they fired up. We haven't Always heard from them for a while. Yeah, let's get to a break. Get, keep your text coming through for McDonald Jones. The McDonald Jones birthday sale is now on. This is Badge and Sats for the all-new Kia Nero. Sports Day, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Let's try and dissect the game <laughs> and review it as best we can, Badge. The uh, NRL Grand Final, the Panthers versus Parramatta Eels at Acor Stadium. Kicks off at 6.30pm, of course, if you are in New South Wales. The uh, the clock moves forward an hour. I uh, love this time slot. Oh, yes. Mm. Okay. So it's... So that's 5.30 Queensland, 6.30 New South Wales yes. time. And so for Elders Insurance, hands-on support for our local community, Badge. What's, is there a head-to-head that you're looking forward to? Oh, plenty. There is plenty. They're right across the and, park. And we aren't just they? mentioned those, um, the fullbacks. And then we have spoken uh, in the last few weeks about the front rows and how good, I think in particular, the front row uh, rotation for um, the Parramatta Eels has been the thing. That was the thing that had them. They were going extremely well mm. against the Panthers in that first week of the finals. They were just, I wouldn't say completely dominating, but they were holding their own and doing really well. Um, Campbell Gillard and, and Junior Barlow. So 
if that happens again, and we just got a text through about um, Fisher Harris surprisingly not getting uh, the nod for one of the um, Dalian props of the year. I agree. And he's yeah. played really well at mm. Moses Leot, but. Look, I'm looking forward to all of those clashes, but across the board, it's really hard to pin it down. Sats, I look at I look at both these sides, and this is what I love about grand finals is when you can look across the side and just and and look at the matchups. I look at the fullback straight away, Edwards and Gutherson. Like Brandy said earlier on, they play much the same game. They're always there to tr- save their tries. Super They're busy, super fit. Yeah, they're clean everything up. You're not going to kick the ball to them expecting yeah. a mistake. Are you? they just they're, they're really tidy. And you know, back. Clint Gutherson's got to be on his game badge because Nathan Cleary and Dylan Edwards are looking for him at every stage to see whether he's in that front line. Oh, uh, it, it has, yeah, it can Luttrell be a mistake. got caught out last week. And, and Gutho got caught out yeah. last week, uh, led in the first try for the Cowboys because yep. he was up in the defensive line, right on their line. As they passed the ball out, he decided to start covering and left a big hole. Mm. Um, and they, they will, they will pick that out, the Panthers. Now the two centres, number three, can't wait for this, two young centres, Isaac Tungall. Up against Will Penasini. will be a really good battle as well. Um, Jerome Luai, Dylan Brown, arguably play a like-minded game. Probably yep. Luai probably is a little bit more, and I mean this respectfully, he's a little bit more erratic with his running game. Dylan Brown's a lot more, I suppose, uh, he picks his times, mm. Dylan. He just won't run for the sake of but running. But just as dangerous. Yeah, Just absolutely. as hard to, to contain on that, and both play on their left. Clear up, their up left against side. Mitchell Moses. I mean, just... The kicking game can be a boring aspect of the game if you're a fan, but when you truly understand how important the kicking game is to victory, mm. both these guys, Mitchell Moses got possibly the biggest kick in the game outside of Matt Burton. He was off last week. He was. We know he had, he was distracted. Right on his mind. He had excuses, but he mm. was a bit off with a few of those kicks. Well, two bombs in a row out in the full, un- unheard of. So I'm starting to salivate already because you've got Moses Leota, James Fisher-Harris up against Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Barlow. I mm. mean, just outstanding. Uh, Fisher Harrison and Leota are more about just knocking down the front door, as is Campbell Gillard. But Junior Barlow has got skills like Arthur Beats. Yeah, it's beautiful to watch. But, and we keep talking about how how much the same they are. How different are mm. Appy Karoisau when he comes on? Reed Marnie, who is super solid around the middle, tackles everything that moves. Has his his running games really come into effect lately? But Appy is just one of those sleight of hand, yeah, dummy halves that uh, you know just. He's, as soon as you're a little bit tired or you overread a play, he's ducked in behind you. Uh, he's setting up something. So he, he could, you know, for mine, he could be the best player on the park yep. quite easily. Now, look at the back rowers, uh, listeners. If you're looking for try-scoring opportunities, we're going to st- talk to Tristan Merlihan really soon about first try-scorers. The two back rows is, e- is interesting because Viliami Kikia and Sean Lane, both around 6'4", 6'5", mm. and athletic and can run and can step and have – a real high skill ability as well. But don't don't play against each other. No, they're, they're up against two sides. shorter players. So it's Liam Martin who is going to be marking Sean Lane. Look for off, offloading yeah. opportunities there. And then you've got Papali'i. Isaiah Papali'i who's who's going to be defending Viliami Kickout. Yeah, well, and, and, and not just defending him, helping Mitch Moses defend him. Because mm. that's the man inside and that's the target for Kickout. And, and Lane's target is, is Cleary. But they still need some help because if they just leave, they, you know, those guys can tackle one-on-one. Yep. But against those big men, getting the ball away is, is easy if you're one-on-one with a with a halfback. So they need that bit of help from the inside. Yeah. And that just opens up that little bit of space on the outside for them. This is the difference. I think this is the difference. And they've done this for most part of the, the back quarter of the year is Ryan Madison will start on the bench and Murata Niakore will start in the lock position. 
uh, just to get that big mobile forward pack. But Isaiah Yo's skills, mm. this is where both teams, I think, start to separate because the ability for Nathan and Jerome Luai and Viliami and those players to play really well depends on Isaiah Yo and his ball service. He's the man that gets the ball first off. He takes all that pressure off those tight defenders and just frees up Nathan. Yeah. Yeah, so he's the difference, just, I think. Yeah, that's it. Just gets that little swivel going and outside of a outside of a defender, all of a sudden he is and then starts to pull in players. And, yeah, he's he's super, super dangerous with ball in hand, Jose. Yo. Okay, uh, Badge, we've got a text here on 0457-736-736 uh, from Gary. Nice, Gary. Uh, hi, fellas. Um, nice, Gary. <laughs> what if it's a heavy track for the grand final or even raining? Who does it favour more? Now, we spoke to Brandy earlier did. on. Who do yeah. you think? Uh, look, probably getting back to, uh, as Brandy said, the kicking games. But I also think it it um, it favours the side that doesn't take as many risks, mm. who who play to a bit of a formula and and aren't known for their you know for uh, for trying uh, or taking risks. And I think I think that's I think Parramatta is the side that's going to. Maybe push the pass a little bit. Now yeah. it's fine if it's a dry track and things stick, but if it's wet and you're starting to p- play catch up, you can really come unstuck. You come up with a couple of errors in a row, and then Penrith will pin you on your own line until you until you crack. So I think if it's wet, it favours the Panthers. I do too. I do because they're a lot more composed. Mm. They can consistently they're a lot more composed than what Para are, and 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 also more composed. Not not just because. Um, they've played together a lot. They, they've won a grand final. Mm. They've been there for the last two. This is three in a row. You get you you, you just get a great confidence out of that and self belief. Yep. Whereas Para, you know, for as much as they, a lot of their players have played rep footy and uh, you know played at different levels and whatever and, and no matter and and semifinals, but it's not the same as a grand final and the pressure and the expectation that comes with that. And especially as I said, if you're chasing your tail or things aren't quite going right. It can fall apart in a hurry for yeah, a side right. like that. Yeah, well said. Now, um, I love this about grand final day. It's got nothing to do with the players. Um, it's got nothing to do with Jimmy Barnes being the halftime or pregame entertainment. This has been part of folklore grand final day, and it's this music that you hear throughout the night as the game is about to start. So King Arthur riding into the stadium yep. is that is that for, for 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 Brad? Brad for Brad. But you usually hear that across the, the speakers throughout the night. There's two grand final songs or tunes that you hear that have been synonymous with with grand final. I, I love it. It sends chills up my spine. Um, now, Badge, uh, in relation to Nathan Cleary, we are we had a bit of a, a hot topic debate before about Nathan Cleary at 24 years of age. Cooper Cronk, Andrew Johns believe that he's ahead of them at the same age mm. based on his skill level and what he's achieving at the moment. And Daniel, before the break, you just touched on it, um, touched on it uh, just just a few of the lines of Daniel's uh, text message. Regardless if Panthers win or lose, Cleary deserves to be seated at the table of the game's greatest halfbacks. Apart from Sterling, no other halfback has a resume like, quite like his, achieving as much as he has in, to date at the tender age of 24. His game is still on an upward trajectory and dominate for the next eight seasons. See, and yeah, I, look, I agree, kind of agree with that. But you say apart from Sterling, and yet Peter Sterling can't get, he can't even get thought of as nominated uh, for as an immortal, can yeah. he? You mm. know, Andrew Johns is in there, and there's other blokes that, that may 
you know, I think it's 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 past Sterlow and Brett Kenny and those guys, unfortunately. But after that, you know, the next most likely, uh, Alf's, I think, out of the picture now, Ricky Stewart, Brandy. Um, it, it's probably Jonathan Thurston. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just still think there's a lot more to go before we need to start branding players as the best ever at, at such a young age. Um, Michael actually says here, uh, Nathan is absolutely first class. Is he... As good at such a young age, if Ivan was not his dad coaching him straight out of the womb, <laughs> we'll never know, I guess. We'll well, never know. He's there, got a head start on a lot of players, put it that way. There's a lot of sons of players who just don't don't name up, don't even play. Don't, mm. he, he must just have, um, you know, just a love of the game. Yeah. And I, I, the thing that I remember uh, well is when, when Ivan was coaching in New Zealand, coaching the Warriors – Nathan was a young kid coming through, and he said, uh, thank God they had uh, weight limits yes. as kids. Because, I mean, the, the, when you're at 12, 13, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14, and you're playing, I don't know exactly what years he was there, and you're playing against your halfback, and you're playing against 100, 110, 120, 130 kilo kids, that can not, not only be disheartening, that's the sort of thing that can lead you to mm. leaving the game. So, so fortunately... That didn't happen. But while you're a smaller kid, you just have to learn other skills, don't yeah. you? You have to learn other ways to survive and to make something happen. And that's why the best halfbacks, you look at them and you go, how do they do it at that yeah. size? Yeah, I know. Got to be courageous. Yeah, absolutely. Courage is the first thing they need. And you have to be good defensively. Andrew Johns, I think, is the best defensive halfback we've ever seen. Hit you like mm. a second rower. Oh, he's, he's good too. Clear, Nathan's much he? like it. He's very good. Sometimes yeah. goes a bit too far and tips people on their head. But in well, saying we that, saw, yeah. uh, he's a tremendous defender. Um, let's get to a break. Uh, thanks for your text messages. We'll get to a few more of those uh, in the next segment. Uh, this is Badge and Sats for Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero. Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yes, uh, time now for a top sport update. Tristan Merlihan is on the line. Uh, yes, of course, it's the home of the top sport betting multi. Download the top sport app today and gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Tristo, for our responsible gambling on the NRL Grand Final. What can you tell us, mate? Yeah, g'day, boys. Oh, it's an exciting time, isn't it? We've uh, got the Grand Final only a few days away and Penrith have been very, very well backed. Uh, when we put the odds up straight after the grand, the final whistle on last Saturday night. We went up a dollar 39 and 8 flat. We thought there was a little bit of doubt over maybe Kikau and Luai, but obviously both lining up and that seen Penrith firm up into a dollar 35, Parramatta 325 and 8 and a half is the line. Uh, so very firm favorites. We've got a couple of um Good other little markets to look at. The the winning margin is always very popular in these events. And the draws $14, which is always live in a big grand final. 1 to 12, Penrith 305, but the punters are coming for 13 plus. So I think Penrith is going to be too good. $2.35 about that. If you think the yields can get the result, 471 to 12 or $10, 13 plus. So that's a good one. The other popular one at this stage is the Clive Churchill and Nathan Cleary's 285 favourite, Dylan Edwards, 750, Mitch Moses, 8. I don't mind Viliami Kikau at 26 in his last game for the Panthers. Who do you boys like in the Clive Churchill? I'm an Isaiah Yo man. I think he'll be heavily involved in everything. Yeah, I, I like a few players. I actually like Reed Marnie um, for, the, for the years if they get up. I think he's been playing 
outstanding uh, footy as well. Happy Coruscant. Mm. Uh, you'd get some pretty gods on that, wouldn't you, Tristan? Coruscant. Yeah, Isaiah, yeah, I was 11. Uh, Coruscant, 14. He's been instrumental in, in the Panthers' success. You saw the impact he had when he came onto the field mm. after the first half an hour there last weekend. And then um, and then Reed Marnie, he's been very good too. I, I think the Eels would have beaten Penrith in the uh, prelim last year if Reed Marnie had applied. So he's $31 and... Um, and I reckon he could have a big game. If they get the result, then he, he will have a big hand in it, I'm sure. Can I just confirm, you're talking about the draw, uh, $14, that's if it's at, at 80 minutes, if it's even. 80 minutes, yeah, exactly. Those, yeah. those margins we spoke about it are all at 80 minutes. So yeah, obviously it can't be a draw at the end of uh, the match, but it's the 80-minute betting, and uh, yeah, it's important for punters to understand that. So very good. I'll have to get you on the rules committee for top sport. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now uh, two others, Tristo. Firstly, first try scorer, um, I think Brian Toe, going back to that preferred left side and... Mark up against Wanga Blake, who really struggles defensively. And, of course, the NRLW, where Parramatta have come from the clouds, they're going to meet Newcastle. Yeah, well, Brian Tyler is the $8 favourite in the first try scorer. Charlie Staines, $10 second pick. Isaac Tago, 11 And the shortest of the Eels players is $11. Um, just having a look down, uh, Nathan Cleary scored plenty of tries for the Panthers recently. He's $19. And then on the NRLW, the Eels have certainly come for the cl- from the clouds. They got that big upset against the Roosters there last week. They are big underdogs in this game, though. $2.75. The Knights are $1.45. Obviously, some really big recruits they've got in the offseason, and they've been very dominant over the course of the season. Minus six is the line. Just having a look at the first try score market for that. Pucky for the uh, the Knights is $10 favourite. Tuckerungi, $10 for the Knights as well. Uh, Tamika Upton is 13 And Millie Boyle, obviously, a lot spoken about her. She's $22 to get the first try. So obviously some, some pretty good odds if you want to go Parramatta into Parramatta. Mm. Both the underdogs for the NRLW and the NRL. Nice. Now, um, some big races. Uh, it's, a, it's a huge time of year, we know of that, but there are some pretty big races on the weekend. Oh, some massive races. We've got the Epson and the Metropolitan at Sydney. That's one of the biggest weekends in Sydney, the, uh, the two mainstays of the carnival, where top-ranked has been absolutely smashed in the Epson, $6 into $4.20. Uh, Ice Bath as well, four fifty into three ninety. One down the bottom, which I don't like, is, don't mind, is Crosstalk. It's been $11 into 8 I think it represents a little bit of value. And then in the Metrop, I'm against the favourite here. Durston is a $3.50 favourite. It's very firm in betting, but I just think there's some value away from it. I like a horse called Mancane at $15, number five. And also, just looking down the bottom of the other uh, field, the one down the bottom, Hammer-on's been absolutely smashed, 50-1 to 1 into 13. I think you take that favourite out of the race, and it's a very wide-open betting. That's the Randwick card. We've also got Turnbull Day at Flemington, which is another big big race where the uh, the favourite in that race is Gold Trip. It's been back $4 into three seventy. Looks a really tricky race. Going to be some high quality races and a lot of these horses will be lining up in the Melbourne Cup in uh, just over a month's time. So make sure you check that out to check out the form lines. Beauty. All sounds great. Uh, it's going to be a huge weekend, no doubt at all. Uh, not just in racing, but of course in the NRL and the NRLW. Tristan uh, Tristan Merlihan from Top Sports. Thanks for joining us, mate, on Sports Day. Sports talk to you soon. He's always a good man. Tristan Merlihan loves his sport. Uh, let's get to some more text, badge. Hey, talking about um, races, mm-hmm. and they had the Dally M's at uh, the, the Winks stand. Yeah, Randwick Racecourse. In Randwick yeah. Racecourse. Yeah. And Rooster Muzzers, Texas, uh, says apparently when the jockeys and trainers turned up for track work at Randwick this morning, Toddy Payton was still giving his acceptance speech. <laughs> For the Dally M Coach of the Year. Michael said that. Oh. I think Todd Payton is still giving his speech. He's a great oh. man, Toddy. Good man. He's a great guy. Fun they, fact, Thursday. They're on your side there. Sats, Fun so. fact, Thursday. Oh. Yes. Badge and Sats. This is from Daniel. Penrith Panthers' original colours were blue and white. Yes. 
before changing to brown and white uh, due to Cronulla, Newtown, Canterbury and Sydney, the east, eastern suburbs roosters, also were blue. They've changed street to – this is their third one then. From brown and white, they changed to – Blue and white, brown and white. Then they went to a black, white with a – Red, um, yellow. Yeah, it had like a little red stripe in it. It's got everything in it. And then the reverse jersey was an all-white, and then now they've gone to the one they, they are now. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the lime green's always been around, hasn't it, Badge? Hey? Hey, from the no, Sunshine Coast. It's, it's a better green now. From the Sunshine Coast, um, ending in 669s, what about Little River Band with John Farnham at the front singing Playing to Win? Now, you. Yeah, a few weeks ago, actually, we did that. A few weeks ago, didn't Probably you? Probably a month or so ago. Yep. Yeah. When we first heard that uh, John Farnham was, was crook and having uh, treatment for cancer. Now, some more headlines from Steve. Moses clearly outplays Cleary. Uh, and we've got uh, Cleary is clearly the best. From Ken. Slices, Slices up the, the eels. Oh, there you go. And what about uh, Shotgun Shine? Neil, he says, G'day, guys. Great interview with Brandy. Uh, blokes a legend. My headline is, Clearly is Cleary. Dominates the game to win second Churchill in a row. Great show. Shotgun Shine in Newcastle. Pete from Burley Heads. Panthers make a m- eel of Parramatta. Oh, so it's M-E-E-L, is it? Yeah, M capital E, capital E, capital L. <laughs> Meal. What about the big G? I like says, that. G'day again. The song to finish has to be bound for glory. It was the Panthers song after the 1991 grand final. That's why I was not going to Hey, can I tell one. you, G, I wish I, we could have had a video on Badge while interviewing Brandy and that replay was on. And I've, I actually, I've got to say, I felt sorry for Badge because I've, I've listened to players who've never gone back and watched Grand finals they've lost, and I and I, I see that so many times. I'm over it, <laughs> so over it. Uh, Bondi Jack and I, I concur here. Bondi Jack, what do you think, Badge? Dallium should pick a seventeen. Yes, yeah. Well, when the likes of Ben Hunt miss out, you go, well, hang on. He was right up there, James Fisher Harris, top three. James Fisher Harris, yeah. Those those players that just miss out. Oh, I thought we, I thought they were going to have. Uh, interchange players. They used to have it because Jazz Tavunga won it one year. Remember they only ever had one player per position. There was yes. nine yeah, you're right. positional awards and then they added in an extra winger, extra centre, extra back row, extra front row, which which is fair because if you were playing in those positions, twice as many players meant you, effectively you had half the chance of winning a, uh, a spot in the Dally M team of the year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's get to a break. We'll wrap the show up uh, in the after the uh, the ad break. And this is Sports House Badge and Sats. And we'll also announce our winner of the Bingley $100 voucher and some of the things we may have missed throughout the night. This is Badge and Sats. Stick around. Sports Day. The all-new Kia Nero. Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, we're nearly there for the last show before the NRL Grand Final on Sunday. A good day, actually, of games. Of course, you've got the, the state championship, the national championship between Norse Devils, the winner of the Host Plus Cup in Queensland, up against the Penrith Panthers, who was victorious in the Knock-On Effect Cup, the New South Wales Cup. And then, of course, the NRLW Parramatta heavily supported with uh, with fans. Both teams actually, when you think about it, Penrith in the second grade as well. Yes, uh, the Parramatta Eels up against the um, the Newcastle Knights, who are the favourites to win the Knights, and Parramatta, of course, beating 
uh, the Roosters over the weekend and then the big game at 6.30 kickoff. Let's get to some more of your texts before we mention the winner of the Bingley $100 voucher badge. What have we got there? Uh, evening, lads. If Nathan Cleary wins his second premiership, then yes, he will be at the halfback's table. But my question is, with Alfie Langer and Tommy Rodonikas also at that table, who is paying the drinks bill? Yeah. Cheers, Chase. That's a great point. And it could be a hot topic, actually. It could be the, the biggest drink bill in history. So you're paying... What vodka and Red Bulls for Alfie, mm. drink responsibly, and beer for Tommy Rodonigas. As much as he can drink. Was he a KB man or was he something like that? I probably. Tuies? Probably a Tuies. Yeah, eh? yeah. Mm. Uh, who else is there? Sturlow? No, not a big drinker. Joey? Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. He's a big yoga head now. Who else is in Loves that? Loves yoga and surfing. Who else is there? Ricky's there. Oh, Ricky will have plenty. He'll be with Al. Is he what, a good tourist, Ricky? Oh, great tourist. Yeah? Yeah. Doesn't need much loves of an a, invitation. No, no, <laughs> loves a good time. Um, oh, we're talking about in that prime, not, hey, not badge, necessarily right now. Hey, Badge, out of now. all your Canberra teammates that you won premierships with, like on a drink out or a, or a mad Monday, who'd be the first home? Oh, there's hundreds of them. Who yeah, but who'd be, who'd be the who'd be the <laughs> first home? First home. Probably me. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, no, there, 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 was a, there were a couple, I guess. Teetotalers. Chicka was very quiet. He'd have a few, but then he'd he'd just be gone. Yep. It was like a phantom, actually. Presto phantom. was like, Presto would be there and for five minutes he'd just disappear. Yeah. yeah. And then Off he'd turn smoke. up again. Yeah. Uh, some of the great headlines that we may see on Monday. Evening, gentlemen. It's Bruce from Blacksmiths here. Headline in Monday morning's papers, mythical mountain cat feast on eels carcasses. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a mouthful, That's isn't pretty it? pretty heavy. Uh, also... Skills like Arthur Beetson. Oh, please, that's you, Jess. Mm. I'm not saying he is Arthur Beetson. I'm saying he's got some Who? skills, silky Junior skills. Barlow. Junior Barlow, like Arthur Beetson, yeah, which he's got he has. Some good skills. Very good skills. Yeah, if you haven't gone back and seen any footage of Arthur Beetson, do yourself a favour. It's mm. it's pretty silky. Uh, we spoke about most improved player for the NRL season. If you had a Dally M Award, Sporty Gav says Tom Deard and Ruben Cotter. Oh yeah, have to yeah, have to agree. Have to agree. Absolutely. Okay, we want to say thanks to Greg Alexander for uh, joining us on the show tonight. Uh, all your listeners and the techs, great ideas throughout the night as well. Good humour. and Enjoy your grand final day, whoever you support. The Panthers in the New South Wales Cup and the NRL. Parramatta in the NRL and the NRLW. The Knights or even the Norse Devils in the state championship. And the winner of the Bingley $100 voucher is... Peter from Burley uh, who tossed in... Um uh, Panthers make a meal of para. Good nice. on you, Pete. You've got yourself a voucher. Now, the winner of the song with 46% of the votes is... It was a TV lover. Gary Velcher. Woo, well done. Two in a row. Well done. Unheard of. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Beauty. Badge, uh, enjoy your holiday. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, Where I, are you I going? It's a great grand final. I'm going to Indonesia for a bit. Yep. Um... And, yeah, looking forward to it. What are you doing, Sats, for the next three weeks? I'm still here oh, with Woogie. Woogie's back on Monday, everyone. Woogie He'll is back. back. <laughs> I'd say quickly, um, who wins and by what margin? Panthers by big margins. Yep. I think they'll run away plus. with it. 18, yeah, 13 okay. plus. I'm going Panthers by 12. Apologies, Parramatta fans. Yep. Won't, won't affect the result. Thanks for joining us throughout the week. Hope you enjoy Sunday, and I hope your team gets up. Uh, have a great weekend. The little money coming worked out well. C'est la vie, c'est the old folks The culture show you never can tell They had a high-five phone Oh boy, did they let it blast Deck maintenance isn't fun Move the furniture and barbecue Sand and prep, paint, seal 
Or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.